All right. And welcome to this special episode of Real Estate Fight Club. This series is called What Would You Do? Where we talk about ethics violations and professional standard committee violations. And here with me today is Jim Camarada from KW in Minnesota. Hey, Jim. Hey, Jen. How you doing? Great. How are you? Good and happy belated uh, Valentine's Day. Yes, you as well. You as well. So um, today we have something special. We are going to be the grievance committee and we're going to decide if it goes to hearing, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Can you like tell yep. us so a little bit about like that part of the process before we get into the case? Yeah. Um, either a member of the public or an agent can file an ethics complaint against another agent. Right. And it gets submitted to the uh, the Association of Realtors, and a panel of three individuals plus legal counsel will review the complaint. To but see these whether... individuals are the ones that are on the Ethics and Professional Standards Committee right. on the board. Correct. Okay. Right. So these are trained professionals. You either sit on... <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> so you either sit on the, the, uh, the grievance panel okay. once in a while, or on the hearing panel. So oh, but like vote. if you're on the grievance and you decide it goes to hearing, then you're not going to be chosen for the hearing. Correct. Okay. Correct. I'm with you. All yeah. right. All we, all we do is review the case to see whether, uh, if, if there's not sufficient evidence, we'll have to dismiss it. If it's, um, not in our opinions, uh, a violation, a, a violation, uh, of one of the uh, the articles, you know, then we'll either send it back or dismiss it. Okay. But if we feel that there's a merit, we'll move it forward. Oh, this will be good. I'm excited. So, Tell me right. what happens. Here's the scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, house was listed. Grievance house- filed. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Purchaser uh, shortly before uh, closing. Oh my gosh, uh, the title just discovered a lease pendants, which is a lawsuit that's now a lien on the property and they cannot close on time. Okay. In our state, the purchase agreement has an automatic 30 day extension Hmm. to allow the seller to correct any legal problems. Oh, wow. Okay. We did a fight club on should you do a um, title search before you list, but then this would be the case where it might not have even come up because it was maybe put, it was put on, just put on. We don't know what it was put on. We don't know, but like potentially, or if it was put on before it would have popped up. Mm -hmm. Okay. But it was there and it was discovered by the title company prior to closing. Okay. So it did delay closing. Um, they got it resolved within the 30 days and schedules. It was a 37 day, uh, delay. All right. Okay. So they closed, they closed. The buyer was not happy because there were fees and such associated with. Yeah. They probably lost their rate lock or something too. And then, uh, within a week or two after closing, they discovered the buyer discovered that the uh, the staircase going down to the lakeshore was encroaching on the neighbor's property. Okay. So now we have two alleged issues that were not disclosed by the seller or the listing agent. Okay. So what would you do? So I have a question. 
if there's a complaint that comes in and they cite a specific vi- like a specific code that was violated. One and two. Okay. I want you to read those to me, but I have a question about it. If they, if the grievance committee does not feel it's violated those codes, but it violated another one, or it did violate those codes and also another one, can they add to it and take away? Okay. Yes. What if, okay. So if they're like, that's the wrong code, you're still good to go. Yeah. We we can amend it. You can amend it. Okay. Can Can I, can we hear codes one and two so we can see? So the complaint is that there were issues that were not disclosed, one being the lawsuit and the other one being the encroachment. Correct. But this is against the realtor. Uh, It is. Okay. It gets better. The realtor was also the seller. Oh, shit. (laughs) Okay. I just thought I'd slip that one in. Oh, Lord. All right. Here's article one. Uh, when representing a buyer, seller, landlord, tenant, or other client as an agent, realtors pledge themselves to protect and promote the interests of their client. This obligation to the client is primary, but it does not relieve realtors of their obligation to treat all parties honestly. Mm -hmm. All right. So allegedly in violation of article one, article two, Mm -hmm. realtors shall avoid exaggeration, misrepresentation, or concealment of pertinent facts relating to the property or the transaction. Okay. I have a question. Yes. Were this okay? So the steps encroachment would have been found when that person, when the seller slash agent, well, first of all, let me back up. If you have not listened to the podcast on should you represent yourself, I would like you to go back and do that. I don't know what number it is, but that it is it. And all of those haters who disagreed with me saying, yeah, you can represent yourself. Case in point, you should never do that. And here we are today. Moving on. Soapbox is down, closed. Oh, I got, I've got stories. You should never represent yourself, right, Jim? Uh, one agent years ago got fi- or was, was uh, involved in a lawsuit uh, alleging a lot of issues being concealed, $200,000. And the Eno Insurance Company said, we're not covering you. Yeah. So now okay. you should not represent yourself. It's like, it's like trying to do brain surgery on yourself. You know, it just doesn't work. Right. Being a realtor is the same as being a brain surgeon. I a hundred percent agree. And that's, that's correct. Yes. Never <laughs> represent yourself. Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> it would be awkward. Okay. So I guess I have questions. Yeah. I would say that if the seller was the one that put the steps on, then they would know, they would probably know it was encroachment. Now, if they bought it and the steps were already there, that title company would have known. But I think there's some some more questions in there is like, did they know it was an encroachment? That's one. Exactly, exactly. And so you have to find out, like, did they know? Mm-hmm. The second thing is the lien. Was the lien there like from them as the seller? Like it's there, like they signed whatever, what was the lien for? Did it say? Uh, with the, uh, with the stairs, just that it was encroaching on the neighbor's property. No, the lien, the lawsuit. Oh, no, we, we don't So we'll know just say it's like from a details. vendor, like they got windows or something and it was like from a vendor or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And they we, didn't pay. We, we don't I'm, have that information. Yeah. I mean, 
I think if the, if it's their, it seems like it would be their lawsuit. And that seems like even if they didn't know, they knew that they didn't pay. Right. And so like, I think that there's some, so I don't know. Is there, are you allowed to ask questions in the grievance committee to get clarification like that? Well, the, the, the complainant, neither of the parties is present. So it's only the three panel members reviewing what written complaint has been submitted. I see. Then I go with, I think there's enough to send it. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. Now, let me throw in one more little wrinkle. Oh. Want to do that before or after your commercial break? Let's do take a commercial real quick. Then we'll get okay. the wrinkle. And then we'll... I got a good wrinkle. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. So I want to tell you about two of our favorite partners. One is, so look, we've had a lot of feedback. People don't like to cold call. We get it. So um, one of the other tools that I'm using right now, besides cold calling, is Pipeline Pro Tools. So they are like um, the best marketing engine I've ever seen to get leads. And these leads are good. So you would go to, if you want to check it out, you can book a demo. They can tell you how many leads that you will need to get in order to get the deals that you want. You would go to pipelineprotools.com slash fight club for the free demo. Um, And then you'll also get the playbook that I'm using in order to get the leads and the deals that we're getting. And that'll be for free once you do the demo. The other partner I want to tell you about is our virtual assistant, which is um, Francis from Cyberbacker. So having a virtual assistant is, I can't tell you how amazing it is, honestly. You should get a virtual assistant, Jim, if you need one. But they do all the tedious stuff that you don't want to do and that you're avoiding lead generating by doing it. So you would go to cyberbacker.com. You'd input Fight Club in the referral code so that you can get a special prize. All right, Jim, what's your wrinkle? All right. Um, complaints have to be filed within 180 days of knowledge of the issue. Okay, so they were 37 days into the knowledge of the issue. No, they were 37 days past their closing date. Past the closing date. Which was date. last year, which oh. was last year, 2021. Then they don't have any. So then we got the complaint. Okay. And guess what? It was, it was... 183 days. Oh, shit. Oh my God. Why did they wait so long? Don't know. Then you don't, then it doesn't go. It would be out automatically. Let me just cut right to the bottom line. Here's what the panel decided. Okay. Two alleged uh, issues of non-disclosure. Yes. Legal and the staircase. Right. The legal clearly, it was outside of the 180 day time period for filing. Mm -hmm. The other alleged violation, knowledge of the disclosure of of the encroachment of the staircase was a couple of weeks after closing, which then put it just on the inside of that 180 time period. Oh. So here's what the panel did. Okay. Missed the first one with the lawsuit because it fell out of the guidelines. You can't do anything, right. And we moved forward with the other one with the encroachment. So it's going to go before hearing panel, but they cannot discuss uh, the legal. uh, That makes sense. And that makes sense. So I guess we'll find out what happens, huh, Jim? Isn't that cool? Yeah, I mean. It's an interesting process. Yeah. 
Yeah. Are you surprised at some stuff that goes to a hearing ever? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you like, why are we here? Yeah, I sit there and I go, seriously? Are you surprised <laughs> really? at stuff that gets dismissed and like no hearing? Yeah. And that's why you never know. I mean, like with, with a civil court, there's precedent. You can go to the court records and you can see what the decisions were. With, with these hearings, you don't know. They're sealed. They are confidential and no one other than the parties uh, know what the decision was. And the panel members are sworn to secrecy. Like, you know, the knowledge never then show up. Wow. It's so, a very interesting process. You just never know. And you don't know how the panel is going just to just go out there and commit violations and see what happens. Just kidding. <laughs> don't no, no, do no. that. Don't do that. No, no, no. <laughs> don't recommend that. Don't no. listen to her. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jim, if people have a referral for you in Minnesota or they have um, questions for you, what is the best way to get a hold of you? Jim Camerata at kw.com or 612-562-7461. Perfect. Thanks, Jim. See ya. All right. Thanks, Jen. Take care.